Hey guys, and welcome back to another episode of Food School Smarter, Stronger, Leaner podcast on a mission to inspire a world where food makes us better. Today, guys, we are talking about a couple important things that I believe are important to talk about. Um, I'm often asked about what I think are the healthiest and the least healthiest the least healthy foods out there, the foods that harm our health, our ideal weight, our well-being, our energy levels the most. And the second question about the least healthy foods is the easy one, actually. You know, some people might think, or, well, this, some people think unhealthy or that, some people think that meat isn't healthy, some people think that uh, plants aren't healthy, some people think that, you know, carbs or fats or whatever. But actually, uh, if we look at all the actual research, all the actual data, how our food system works now, and what tends to be the problem in most people's diets, uh, the question, the answer to that question is pretty simple. So what can screw up our health, our well-being, our energy levels, our weight, you know, our hunger, satiation from the foods we're getting, our eating habits, what can screw up our eating habits the most are just three things, actually, three major things, sugar, flour, and bad oils. As easy as that, guys. So if you want to take your eating habits, your health, your vitality, your energy, your fitness, your body weight to a better level, to a new level, then you got to eliminate those things uh, from your food supply 100%. Like, if you can't go, you know, 100%, then uh, do it step by step. But those three things contribute to the most health problems, also problems with uh, eating uh, in a healthy way. Because, for example, if we take sugar, the more sugary things we eat, uh, the less of other stuff we eat. Because it messes up with our brain, with our hunger and satiation and our cravings for different foods. So what you can notice um, with people, you know, I was one of those people who eat more sugar uh, than, you know, that some other people, it's that they eat less of other stuff. That's what sugar does. It satisfies our hunger on some level, and we are not hungry for more nutritious stuff anymore. We don't crave vegetables or meat or fish or seafood. Instead, we instead we just uh, want more sugary stuff. And that's the problem. Uh, sugar adds empty calories, but on top of that, it makes us eat less of good stuff that our body actually needs. Uh, you know, they did also uh, the studies on rats, many of those studies, and they uh, offered mice different kinds of foods, and they would always choose sugar over anything else. And they even gave gave them cocaine, uh, like a drug, and sugar, and mice would always go for sugar because um, compared to cocaine, uh, sugar also does have calories and fast calories. So anyhow, guys, the thing about sugar is by itself, it's it might be not really toxic, especially if somehow you can manage it. But what sugar does in almost any amount 
it messes up with our hunger for more nutritious stuff. Um, like whenever I tell, you know, somebody to stop eating bread and sugar, they like, well, now I'm hungry for all this other stuff that, you know, now that I can't eat sugary and floury uh, stuff, I'm actually hungry for vegetables, for protein, for anything really. And that's where people discover their true uh, sense of hunger for good food. And by good food, I mean, I mean real food, whole foods with a lot of nutrients um, in them. So sugar, it messes up our hunger. And that's why actually then our healthy eating habits suffer and all of our other habits suffer. Uh, so sugar, that's the thing we need to eliminate. And I'm talking about any kind of sugar. I'm talking about honey, agave, brown sugar, um, cane sugar, coconut sugar. Um, the only thing that I would separate from all this other stuff is um, plants like stevia that have stevia for example it has nothing to do with sugar it's it doesn't have sugar kind of molecule structure it just plant um it's probably closer to an herb that just happened to have sweeter taste so no calories nothing again even closely related to molecular structure of a sugar molecule there is nothing like that in stevia again it's just an herb that happens to be sweet. And uh, for example, if you take fruit, uh, it does have fructose or fruit sugar, and that would makes it sweet. With stevia, there is nothing like that. It just, you know, it has sweet taste, but it has no calories or no sugar molecules. So other than that, you know, the rest, juices, evaporated juices or concentrated juices, it's all sugar, guys. Uh, so sugars, we should eliminate them. And I'm talking specifically about added sugars. So if your sugar comes in, in a package of whole food, like for example, a piece of fruit, then that's okay. But if it's something extracted, refined, like juice, or again, some sort of extract, then it is an added sugar. And that's the difference, very simple difference. And guys, also don't forget that um, they add sugars to almost anything. Like, so if you're buying anything packaged, if you eat something out, um, probably you are eating some added sugar. It might have a different name, but probably it's there. So that's why, you know, it's also kind of like tricky to eliminate all these sugars. And most of the companies, they don't help. They would say on a package, sugar-free, and they would add something like date syrup. They make sugar out of dates and just because you call it date syrup it doesn't change the molecular structure and the nature of that substance it's still added sugar okay now to to think number two that messes up our health and eating habits the most is flour so flour guys um it's kind of really similar to sugar molecule um, some flowers, you know, they have one molecular structure or composition. Other flowers would have it a little bit different, but it's basically a refined, uh, complex sugar molecule. What makes it complex? It's uh, it has more um, more chains or parts of that molecule, and so the molecule is longer than compared to, for example, sugar molecule. 
but it's but the body breaks it down into the same stuff and flour is a refined very finely refined carbohydrate usually a starch or complex carbohydrate molecule that turns into sugar really fast in our body too and guys i'm not talking about grains like whole grains let's say rice or buckwheat or anything i'm talking about specifically refined grain flours that have the same effect on our body as processed refined sugar has you know remember guys white sugar it comes from beets and cane too you might even say that sugar comes from vegetables you know it's sugar beet but it's still a bit anyhow guys um, refining makes it into that um, evil substance that messes up our metabolism and our hunger. And the same with flour. Whole grains are different. Like, not whole grain flour, but whole grains are different from regular flour. And so the thing that we need to eliminate that has the same effect on our cravings, on our blood sugar, on our hunger, on our appetite. Uh, so the this flour substance, it has the same effect as refined sugar. So you want to also eliminate it. And I'm talking about pizza, I'm talking about pasta, I'm talking about bread, and it doesn't mean how whole grain that flour is, actually. Nut flours are different uh, because the nuts, they didn't have that carbohydrate structure that starches do have in whole grains. So they are completely different. I'm talking specifically about grain flours. And guys, the only difference here when it comes to grain flours <clears throat> that I would make is sourdough bread or any products made from sourdough. Just because sourdough is that substance that is made by bacteria that are digesting those sugars in grains or grain flour and make it into that other substance that you can uh, make bread out of or uh, different kind of pastries. So for example, sourdough compared to regular bread would take several days to develop while those organisms digest, pre-digest those sugars and develop different um, other substances like different amino acids. Whereas regular bread is done in like two, three hours. And all the sugars, all the gluten and everything is preserved as much as possible. So that's why it's so different from sourdough bread. And I wouldn't recommend to go crazy with sourdough either. But um, I would say that it's much different from regular kind of bread and regular kind of flour products. So the second thing we all need to eliminate as much as possible, that processed white and maybe sometimes it's brown stuff called flour. Uh, believe me, guys, again, you will have much better control over your cravings, over your appetite, over your eating habits. Your satiety levels will gradually rise uh, as you are eliminating flours and sugars. So that's the second thing. And again, don't get, don't get confused. No matter how whole grain, it's still a highly refined product. So go for whole grains instead, like maybe quinoa or buckwheat. Um, for me, it doesn't work. They don't work for my digestive system because of lectins or some other stuff. I just always feel like lower on energy and my body retains water. And that's the first sign for me 
like especially low energy states that I'm not really doing well in that kind of product. Uh, but, you know, whole grains, a, um, a lot of them, especially again, things like buckwheat or quinoa, they have a lot of nutrition. And um, because of all the fiber and usually water, the ones that grains absorb while uh, you cook them, uh, it's, it might be a great addition to an overall whole um whole food balanced diet but no flowers guys and product number three that we all should eliminate as much as possible bad oils i'm talking about about um almost any oil that comes in a transparent plastic or glass bottle that is yellow liquid i'm talking about canola sunflower safflower uh cotton seed corn oil all these oils they are highly reactive they are easily oxidized and get damaged and in our body they create inflammation and when they are um, put into our cellular membranes uh, you know our cell cell membranes they're made of different kinds of fats uh, in them and so whatever fat we eat very often will end up in our cell membranes and also our body uses different kinds of fats to make hormones and other, you know, different kinds of substances. So fats are very important in our body to make stuff also. And so whenever we eat damaged fats, fats that have uh, a natural origin, um, they tend to worsen or decrease a proper cellular communication, cellular function, um, because cell membranes need to have special structure in order for our cells to communicate better between each other. Also, our hormonal function might be impaired because of all these unnatural and very often damaged and pro-inflammatory fats. So the only fats that I personally recommend are the fats that come in whole foods, you know, avocados, nuts and seeds, fatty fish, organ meats, regular meats, just, you know, whole foods and all the fats that are in them. Fats in a plant or animal tissue, they are preserved much better, so they don't get damaged even when we cook them, unless we, of course, like fry them at super high temperatures for super long time, uh, compared to extracted fats that are already in bottles getting oxidized by oxygen and light. Um... So I wouldn't recommend any oils besides whole food oils and also good quality, well-preserved um, extra virgin olive oil, virgin or extra virgin or just non-refined uh, coconut oil uh, and real butter or and ghee, you know, it's kind of similar product. But those probably the only uh, fats that I would personally recommend that come in bottles. And even then, you want to make sure that your, for example, um, extra virgin olive oil doesn't come in a transparent bottle because that means that it might be damaged and oxidized. That is also not a great idea, no matter what kind of oil you're using. For coconut oil, it's different. It's a saturated fat, so it can withstand the um, light. It doesn't have to come in a um, dark bottle, but it does have to be um, non-refined. And they refine it to make it more stable and to remove that coconutty flavor and aroma. But they also uh, destroy the molecular structure uh, that was present in the uh, original fat 
and now it's altered fat and it's not exactly the same as it was and it doesn't work the same in our body. Long story short, guys, any fats or oils that were altered, that were highly refined, it's from all the data we have, it's not a great idea to have it in our food supply. And the tricky part about fats and oils, besides not buying them, uh, is they're in almost all the processed foods. They're in almost all the foods that we order out uh, in any restaurant. Even, you know, I'm not sure about how it is right now, but what it used to be like a year ago, Whole Foods would, for example, put on front label, so Brussels sprouts made with olive oil, and then they print out for you the whole label with a price tag, and then it says canola oil and an olive oil, and then they were roasted. So uh, canola oil, usually not a great oil in the first place, and then these Brussels sprouts were roasted with them, so it was oxidized and exposed to high heat, so that's definitely not making it better. So anyhow, guys, it's really tricky too. That's why I also recommend try to avoid all the like packaged foods and cook most of your food or get your food cooked in some place that cares about your health and nutrition as much as you do. So that's my advice. But back to three things, guys. Sugar, flour, and oil. Um, if you remove 100% from your diet these substances, um, in a short while, probably um, in a couple of days, in, in a week, in a couple of weeks, depends, you know, where you're coming from, you're going to feel much, much better. And the journey will, will, will only get better from there. So sugar, flour, oil, bad oil. Uh, and do this and let me know how you do. How you're, do this for a couple of weeks, 100%, removing all oils, all sugars, all flours, and see how you do. Um, believe me, guys, you'll start eating more nutritious foods and feel fuller at the same time. And also have more energy and sleep better. And uh, many things will improve when we remove just three things from our diet. Sugar, flour, oil. And don't let anyone confuse you with other names of sugar or um, whole grain, but still the same kind of flours uh, and um, those oils that might, I don't know, sometimes have fancy labels or something else, like canola might say high in omega-3s. But those omega-3s can actually get bad once you put uh, into the, like under the light and exposed to oxygen. And once you refine it, and once you cook with it, those omega-3 fatty acids can actually get pretty anti, uh, pretty pro-inflammatory and pretty nasty in our body. So don't don't get confused with all this marketing, guys. And if you have any questions, feel free to reach out. Always ask me any questions you have, and I'll give you my best advice based on science research and my best thinking that I did over the years. So always feel free to reach out. Uh, share this episode with one another person who you might start uh, practicing what you learned today in this podcast. Together we learn better, we remember better, we practice better. And guys, again, thank you for tuning in. Thank you for listening. And as usual, till next time, eat better daily.